Hey, this is my best friend Carolyn. And this is my best friend David. We're a couple of vodka lovers. With a codependent relationship over a decade long. And this is Will Will and and Grace Grace and Vodka. Vodka. Cheers. Hello and welcome. Hello. To our play. It's our play again. Will and Grace. Welcome to the play. It's it's us with uh, uh, White Claw and it's Grapefruit, Davy. It's my last one. Oh, I'm so jealous. I really wish I had a grapefruit. I have a raspberry, which is not good. No, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. Bummer. It's not not good. It's is like that the Trader Joe's one. Yeah, you know, like that week, whenever that was, like two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. I like halfway through, I switched it to like a lemon white claw or something because mm. I was like, nah, I give me the real thing, please. <laughs> um. Listeners, while we have you at the top of the episode, this is Tuesday, the 21st. Yes. It's that first, first, yes, 21st, yep. And on Thursday, the very last episode of Will and Grace ever is going to air. So what we want from you is after you watch the show, uh, Record yourself in a voice memo for 30 to 60 seconds and email that voice memo about your thoughts and your feelings and just pour your heart out to us in under a minute. Please. And uh, send it to willandgracepod at gmail.com and we are going to incorporate some of those in the show probably. Yeah. We'll see what we get. Um, Don't be crass. Um, Don't be crass. Uh, what are we talking about? Please be crass. Be as crass as you possibly can. Yeah. Karen um, Walker it up, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Hi, babe. Hi, boo. It's so good to see you. <laughs> it's good to see you, too. How you feeling today? Okay. Today's an okay day. We've had, like, some pretty good, like, not to brag, we've had some pretty good SoCal weather the past couple days. Oh, um, And so that has been helping. How are you? Well, there was an inch of snow on the ground yesterday morning, and there's going to be more than an inch of snow on the ground tomorrow morning. Everything. And that, on top of literally the entire world, has got me down. So I'm really glad I'm here with you. I am so sorry. I have absolutely been there. Those cold winters and springs and summers uh, can be real bitches. So. But then it's going to be in the 50s and 60s next week, so hopefully. Yes, thank God. I'll feel I'll feel better. Yeah. But like the privilege to complain about the fucking weather, I'm fine. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Yes, 100%. Like how fortunate are we? Like I I take it back. You asked how I am. How I am is fucking excellent because in a pandemic, I seem to so far still be healthy. All my loved ones still seem to be healthy and and uh mostly, you know, <laughs> emotionally stable with all the fracas um yeah 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 so there's that so that and for that i am obviously so grateful yeah me too and we hope you listeners out there are doing all right and uh let's uh let's talk about this funny show we love talk about the show let's let's do it okay let me just let me just have a little look here. What is this episode, Carolyn? It is episode 516, titled Women and Children First, which is also the name of an excellent bookstore here in Chicago. Uh, original <gasps> yes, air date, February 13th, 2003. Directed by James Burroughs and written by 
the queen. Laura Kartlinger. Laura Kartlinger. And it is such a Laura episode, and I can't wait to talk about it. David, it tell me. It so is. The Hulu Vidya Summary. Jack encounters his former babysitter, guest star Demi Moore, and lapses into childlike behavior. Rosanna Arquette and Lee Allen Baker, also guest star. So they do, but that is not the point. Uh, Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) At least they're referencing the scenes with Grace that they're in. Right, right. (laughs) And for that, I'm glad they're referencing those scenes for once. Um, One uh, of you has to work for Hulu, and we need to know whether or not there is a character limit on the episode Descriptions. Descriptions. So tell me, um, is there any trivia to share? There is some trivia. When Karen sees Julie, she says a hottie grows in Brooklyn, and Grace says that Karen is harmless. This is all as if Karen and Julie had never met, but Karen had previously mm-hmm. hired Julie to give her a massage. While it's possible totally that Karen's that. drinking <laughs> While it's possible that Karen's drinking and drug use Oh she doesn't remember. This is very badly written. It doesn't explain why Julie doesn't seem to recognize Karen. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. (laughs) And then Wiki let us know this was originally a 45-minute episode, heavily edited down to 30 minutes for repeats. So that's interesting. Why was it 45 minutes? Yeah. Like, why not an hour? Well, I guess 45 minutes with commercial breaks would have been an hour-long episode on broadcast TV. Mm -hmm. Um, So interesting. So we're missing a lot, which is fine because... I don't really care about this episode. No, I mean, it's, yeah, it's like, it's cute. It's a fun one, yeah. but yeah. we've gotten so plot, plot heavy. Yeah, we've gotten so plot heavy, though, on the show now that, like, episodes where we don't get plot movement are a little, like, less interesting, I guess. Um, not that they're not fun. Obviously, it's fun. It's the show we love, but it's it's a, it's a, it's a fluffy one, I think. Yeah. And I'm curious as to what they originally wanted to air, because, you know, Fagmalian is four parts. Right. The four-part Fagmalian. So I'm wondering Mm -hmm. if these two episodes in between the bookends of Fagmalian were meant to go somewhere else. Like, maybe they originally wanted this episode to go before all the Fagmalians ran. Mm. Before. Mm -hmm. But then, no, 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 because we already know Julie. Great point. Um, huh. Well, it's just a yeah, I don't know. Then I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Or shall we begin? Be, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter. Hey, hey, hey. Huh. Does not what? matter. Doesn't matter. What is it? A demon? Is it yeah. a fly? Is it a hummingbird? It was a bug. Oh. Um. Oh no. There's... You know what? It just—it's a feather. Wow, I am leaving that in. <laughs> You're mean. Um, where I sit, there is, to my right, a wall of windows that are also sliding doors. And outside of that, there is a balcony upon which hummingbirds <gasps> flit about <sighs> constantly. They are loud. They go. They're like, like big bugs. Bees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they're very friendly. I feel like Snow White. They f- they fly right up to you. I was just gonna say you're like a princess. I am. If I can get one to land on me, that means I've turned magical. 
It's true. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Duh. Um, so, this TV show. We begin in the cafe, which is now a Panera. <laughs> Why is it so funny to me? I don't, I, I like and it. So, at, at this very time in 2003, mm-hmm. I was working in a Panera. Mm. Uh, every day of my life, I would get up at 4.45 and I would go to mm-hmm. work at the Panera before class. And I would work for five or six hours and then go to class. That's so funny. So, I always forget you worked at a Panera. I worked at a Starbucks. For like almost three years, I worked at Panera every morning before That's class. wild. But I remember watching this episode and getting all excited because it directly <laughs> related to me and my life. <laughs> um, do you, I like any time that there's a Starbucks represented in the media, I would always be like, that's not right. That's that's wrong. That's all. That's fake. That's not how we do that. I uh, I do have to say that this Panera was excellently repre- represented. It looked exactly like the place I worked. Truly. <laughs> and like they so found anyway. the branding so clearly there was some money exchanged yeah um uh karen is upset because she has to keep touching mm-hmm. her own muffin <laughs> masturbation <laughs> joke masturbation uh because stan has left her and she sees him everywhere and she's just depressed and so grace eats her actual muffin on the table <laughs> And uh, also Jack and everyone's got like a paper. They're having their morning and Jack's reading the funnies. I know. I noticed that. And I was like, oh, he's reading the comics. I love Jack so much. So Grace reminds Karen that they've scheduled a girls night for the next night. And um, uh, Grace is really excited about it. Karen's like, let me check the planner. Huh? All I have tomorrow night is a little doodle of myself. Oh, oh, right. Um, let me check my planner. All I have is a little doodle of myself hanging from the rafters. Um, anyway, she convinces Karen that it'll be a good idea. And Karen leaves. And Grace has forgotten her wallet. Will, you get this one. We'll get the next five. And he goes like, oh, well, first, yeah. First, she says that Leo's getting back. Right. Leo's getting back after a month. And then she's not going to talk to any of you bitches. Dummy. You idiot. <laughs> but... Also, Will's face when she says Leo's coming back, he does the biggest eye roll in mm-hmm. the world. Uh, At a certain point, so Grace William. Yeah, right. Um. So Will tells Jack, and he tells them he tells them it's time to go to work. And Jack doesn't want to. He went last Tuesday, which I gotta say <laughs> is. Exactly, guys, prepare yourselves. If you are not able to work right now or you're working remotely or whatever it is, kids, we are not going to want to go back to regular work. It's going to take some nope. mental doing to do this. Yup. Uh, but Jack picks up Will's wallet and says, I'll pay for this. And it's mm-hmm. funny. And then who should walk in? But the inimitable Demi Moore. Um, and she says, all right, who left their dog tied up outside with no water and a Willie Nelson bandana? Nobody answers. And she goes, well, I just thought I'd let you know that whoever it was, I thought you didn't deserve to have a dog. So I let the dog go. And somebody gets up and runs out. <laughs> um, 
And she's like, geez, the things you got to do to get a table around here. It's very funny and smart. I loved it. Get a table. (laughs) Absolutely. Also, don't tie your dog up with no water while you sit inside and read the paper over a coffee. Go get your dog. Go outside with your dog. Go on a walk with your dog. Drink coffee at home with your dog. Or don't bring your dog. Um, But also, what do I know? Um, What what do I know? (laughs) Uh, So, Jack recognizes her as Sissy, his old babysitter. And they screech and scream over each other. Mm -hmm. And it's very, very cute. And Jack is like, oh my gosh, you were so amazing. I'm sure you've done amazing things with your life. And she says, yeah, I'm still a babysitter. Only now I have my braces off. And then Will's like, well, I'll leave you to your Mensa meeting. (laughs) (laughs) Roll credits. What a jerk, but also they're being very stupid. Fools. Fools. Um, Love it. I love it. So we come back and we're in Jack's apartment, which just gets cuter and cuter every episode. Same note. I, it is, it's just so cute. I love his place. I, oh my God. I think, okay, so both of us know the feeling of having that like one, like kind of small one bed, mm. like converted one bedroom. Like it's a one bedroom, but it's really only big enough for one person. And like mm. that apartment is so perfect. I miss mine so much. I know you I, miss yours. I do. I run past it every day. Mm-hmm. I go down Magnolia and... Every day I look up at it, and I just remember that girl, mm-hmm. and what stupid, stupid boys she let hurt her in that apartment, <laughs> and what boys she met in that apartment, i.e., her husband, the very last boy who was in it. Yeah, like, literally the last week I lived there. Uh huh. I recall. Yeah. I look back at my old place, and I run past that too. Yeah, you do. Dover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I fucking miss that place so much. Oh, man. That was where we started this podcast. It was. Where Webra Messing lived. That's where Webra Messing lived. Aww. Uh, anyway, Jack has a that, and I'm jealous. Yeah, um, it's great. Uh, so Sissy turns out babysat her way through Europe after high school. She <laughs> had the same boyfriend for so many years, and... And she's like, you're such a grown-up. Can you mm-hmm. believe that you're sitting in your own apartment drinking tea? Jack is, what, 35 at this point? Uh, 32, maybe? Yes. He turns yeah. 30 in the first season. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Oh, that's <laughs> Imagine right. 30. Uh, and so she has to go because she has another babysitting gig because she's still a babysitter and she's way mm-hmm. behind in her friendship bracelets. And is it Demi or Demi? I say Demi. I say Demi. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're wrong, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Demi plays this in such a like, almost on the edge of like a sinister way. Could not agree more. This storyline is exactly what I would expect to come out of Laura Keilinger's head. It's so weird. And mm-hmm. like, also the the performance by Demi Moore is superb. Like yes. there's a moment later, which I know you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. that is like, honestly, 
very some very fine acting like truly um it's it's like one of the best guest stars that this show's ever had and like there's a few like very serious moments in this episode and they're acted by Demi Moore and uh Megan Mullally within an inch of their lives it's great truly yeah uh so what Jack's solution to this is, because he doesn't want to work, he just wants to play with her all day like they used to. And the <laughs> solution is to hire her as his babysitter. Okay. Weird. Okay. Kind of weird. Um, I have to pee and I drink all my white claw. Okay. Uh, we'll be back after no messages. we're back we're back and we're back in brooklyn and straights had the baby and now she's got some wine absolutely um and they do how do we feel about grace's apartment it seems messy so i mean grace is messy yeah yeah but it's like so Busy. The decor is so busy, 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 busy. 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, One thing I do love is I love the fridge, like the the commercial fridge with the glass front on it. I I think that's so chic. I don't know why, but like I love a commercial kitchen. I think it's the best. I think it's a great loft and I just think there's too much stuff in it. Too much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of the set. It reminds me of the place that Will and Grace almost get together. Or yes, get completely. and move out of. Yeah. I bet that I bet that there's elements to it that were Yeah, I'm sure it's just repurposed. And um also uh they did just consolidate their two lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a little messy from time to time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. so Julie and Ellen do this thing that I hate, which is Straight women just bitching about their dumb husbands, which is mm-hmm. such a thing in on television until, uh, I don't know, when was Everybody Loves Raymond canceled? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. <laughs> or, Hopefully. you know, just there being that trope and I just hate it. But it does fit the moment of what is happening with Grace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Karen arrives and Grace hands her wine and not a martini. Have we ever seen Karen drink wine? No. How inappropriate. Right? Very strange. Very strange. You have a friend coming Um, over. You know what they like. Right? And they all complain about their husbands. Karen joins in about Stan and they all want Grace to join in about Leo. And she says the saddest thing I've ever heard. Four months in and no complaints. Four months of marriage, Grace? You shouldn't have any complaints yet. There certainly will not be any complaints at four months, baby girl. You don't know a damn thing. You don't know a damn thing about a thing yet. Even I know that, and I've never been married. <laughs> also, my, my neighbors across the hall, sweethearts, they just got married in November, and now they're just stuck inside with each other all day. Like, that's oh. how you want to start the marriage. Ooh, baby. <laughs> they are they are such dolls. I love them. I'm so lucky. Uh, so anyway, so Rosario shows up for girls night. Mm-hmm. And uh, she says with the mood stabilizer Karen, snack mix. 
And she tells Karen at one point to shut your hole, you drunken donut. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also a joke I forgot that I think is really funny is that when Grace says she doesn't have anything to complain about, Karen just yells, get her and starts running at Grace. When, when the phone rings and Grace comes back and it turns out that Leo has volunteered to stay for another five weeks volunteered. Now Grace is obviously forlorn and feeling a way about it, but she has just said, okay to Leo on the phone. Now, I ask you, Carolyn, are you a person who hides your feelings? (laughs) Uh, No, David, I am not a person who hides my feelings. Are you? No, nor I. Uh, And I just wonder (laughs) how, how well either of us would have done in this scenario. And I think not great. Um, uh, I think I think not great because it seems it's implied that Leo has called her and said, I am doing this instead of, hey, Grace, I want you to know something. The village needs me, etc. Would you be OK mm-hmm. if I stayed for five weeks? Because what's implied is that Leo's like, hey, sorry, got to stay for five weeks. Right. And it's no big deal. So it is safe to say that neither Carolyn nor myself are the kinds of persons who would take well to something like what Leo has done here. Would not do, no. Would not do, no. Now, I know last week I said that I would be fine with my husband gone for a month. Sure. Two months is a really long time. I don't think I would like that very much. (laughs) No. And especially not if you were blindsided like that. Yeah. And he's a hundred hours away. And like, also like there's an element of danger. He's there for some kind of outbreak, like, and there's people being eaten by boars. Who knows? Um, So Will knocks on Jack's door. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, bring it on. I am loving this look on Will. (laughs) Ooh. Yeah. He does look really cute. It's a white t-shirt. It's the like jean khakis. Mm hmm. And and a denim jacket, and I just think he looks so dreamy. <laughs> it's delicious. I love it. I love it so much. Um, interesting. My fashion moment is very soon, but it was very close to being that too because I thought we looked so handsome. So ah. so much. Um. So he's at the door, and he's saying that they're. He's picking up to go to a movie. Yeah. And Sissy's there and she answers the door and she's like, I just put Jack down for his nap. I can't have you out here like howling like the the madman of blobbity bloobity. Um and uh what movie? The new Vin Diesel thing. She's like, Well, I heard that it's extremely violent with uh homosexual overtones. And he's like, and he's Yeah, like, duh. Duh. <laughs> That's where we're going. Here's what, here's what I love about this moment. Something exceptionally weird is happening, and mm-hmm. instead of like letting it go and like a normal sitcom would, or like a not Laura Keitlinger brain would, yes. Will's like, "This is crazy. 
you're crazy. I'm not five. Jack is a grown man. Um, we're 40. Oh, no, what's mine? Um, <laughs> yeah. we're like 40. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I love it. I love it. So funny. Yeah. Um, and, and it he's just, sent away. It's just such a, it's a weird storyline. It's a little bit taboo. It's exactly what you would expect Laura Keitlinger to write. And I love it. I love that it's like vaguely fetishy. Yes, yes, yes. yes like, yes. yeah. Okay. Because her, I'm certain that she writes her nurse character whenever she plays the nurse. Uh-huh. And it just has that flavor. And I love it. Very much so. You're so right. Oh my gosh. The whole thing smacks of Laura Keitlinger. Yeah. Um. I love that we're learning their little quirks. Their their little quirks and yeah. um you know sign offs. Uh so then we're back in Brooklyn again. This is the this is the thing. Grace this is the thing. pretends she's fine and Rosario, Julie, and Ellen go around and say, like, you're handling it right. You're like you did the right thing. Yeah. Ellen Take makes the another of like the people who hate their husbands. Right. Come on. And she skips Karen. And Karen's like, um, I don't you want to hear what I have to say? And Grace, very rudely, is like, Karen, it's you. Come on. Mean. And Karen, like, understandably, very hurt. Very hurt. And this is one of the moments I was talking about that, that Megan Mullally acts the fuck out of it. Yes. Yes, she does. She sure does. And she's like, you don't think I have anything to offer just because my marriage failed? Yeah. Like, and she makes a very salient point that yes. Karen like knows more about marriage than any of these people do. Uh-huh. And that Grace, if she had any brains, would um she says grow a pair, but I don't like that. But uh she she's like, You need to call him, tell him that you're sitting here alone while he's off in Africa gallivanting around and giving free boob jobs to giraffes or hyenas. No, 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 no. It's free boob jobs to hyenas. Mm-hmm. And I <laughs> howled favorite joke of the episode. So Well, funny. he's running around giving free boob jobs to hyenas. It's <laughs> so fucking funny. Free boob jobs to hyenas. That is a joke and a half, man. That is so funny. So good. Uh, um, so she takes her party mix and she leaves. And who I'm not leaving $3,000 worth of party mix where I'm not wanted. <laughs> so we go back to the apartment where Will is working and secondary ding ding. He's just in a t-shirt now. And Absolutely. Just fine with me. He is stressed out. He's got a lot of work from home and working from home to do. He's got Mr. Stein on the phone who's telling him, you know, you don't have a life. Get this shit done by Monday. <laughs> Um, sir, uh, there's a knock at the door and it is Sissy. Oh no, no, no I'm wrong. Jack. I jumped. Damn it. It's you Jack. Jumped. We can't, uh, guys, if you're feeling like it's a little jumpy in the cuts today, it's because we keep losing our place. Like we're crazy. I know. And like, we had a weird technical issue and we like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Okay. So anyway, Jack comes in and he's like, hey, we were supposed to go to the movies. And Will confronts him immediately. Uh, mm-hmm. So destroying that trope of like hopping around, like dancing around the weird thing that's happening. He's directly like, it's fucking weird, Jack. Yep. And leaning into I appreciate. it. Yes. So Jack tells Will that she is his babysitter. 
and doesn't want to be an adult anymore. And honestly, fair. I completely understand. And like, he makes the point, like, he doesn't say as much, but like, he says some really, you know, true things about like, as an adult, as a single adult specifically who lives alone and who's in a city and who's far from their family, maybe like needing to feel taken care of every now and then, like is a totally fine way to feel. And like, Obviously, he's going about it in a totally absurd way, but kind of get it. Yeah. Yep. So then the next scene, we go to commercial and come back. And Will's still working at the, the, the dining table and he gets a knock at the door. And it's Sissy. Ding, ding, ding. She's wearing a stripy blue and red and white and like orange and green t-shirt. Very 13 year old girl in 2003. I.E. my whole aesthetic. Um. (laughs) (laughs) And she says in like this sneeringly condescending, like you're a little boy kind of way. I mean, but it's subtle. Like to Mm -hmm. me just plays it. She plays it so well. She, she, this performance is genius. It's yeah, so good. It really is. And she says she wants to talk and she doesn't like coming between him and Jack. And then mm-hmm. she convinces him to do it because he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to merge billion dollar companies by Monday. So, but she convinces him by saying, I'll make s'mores. Right. Uh, f- f- fair. Yeah. I mean, I'd like a s'more. Right. So, um, Grace is in her bedroom. Her gaudy, gaudy, gaudy bedroom. Gaudy. And she's got a... Also, where is it? Because the door leads out a way that doesn't make sense to the rest of the apartment. Same note. Same note. What was that? She's got a corded telephone on which she is talking to her husband. Tell me something. Do we spend that much time in this apartment after this? I I don't think we do. I did they I don't, maybe just not care all that long? Maybe and like that's the thing that I think about with all this because like they stay married through the end of the real the real the original run of the show, right? But like Freudian slip. <laughs> oops. Um. Uh. But they stay married through all of that. But like the dynamic of the show never really changes. She's still. The home base is still Will's apartment. Yeah. And 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 like having her no longer live there but be one of the two main characters is I think hard, especially because like all of the establishing we've done over the past five seasons takes place with them in the same location. Now, does that mean that we can't have our characters grow and move on and evolve and still have that same dynamic? I don't think so, but it does raise a lot of interesting questions about, you know, how do we logistically do a show about these two people being together all the time when they don't live together anymore? So interesting question, Carolyn. I don't know the answer and I think we're going to find out together as we watch the remaining three and a half seasons. Let's do. (laughs) Uh, So Grace is on the phone with Leo and she says, uh, you know, I'm upset and I need you to know that. And I understand you're going to stay and that's fine with me, but you need to know that like 
we need to make these kinds of decisions together. You don't Mm -hmm. just get to do whatever you want anymore. You have a whole other person in your life who Mm -hmm. depends on you, who you depend on, who you coexist with, whose lives are intertwined. So you have to, I'm putting a lot of words in Grace's mouth. Amen. (laughs) Uh, But Karen slinks into the doorway. She's overheard that Grace has taken her advice and she's smiling to herself because she knows she's right and that Grace yeah. took her advice means yeah. a lot, you know. And um, so Grace sees her after she gets off the phone saying, I love me too, to Leo. <laughs> and, uh, and Karen says, or she says, you were right and you came back. And she says, well, I forgot my maid. <laughs> I got all the way home and normally I keep a spare under the mat, but... Uh, so, um, Karen offers her help whenever, and it's so sweet and sincere and it's very, very nice. And, uh, Grace says, all right, come on, let's get this girl's night going. And Karen says, let's put on some music and get those tops off. (laughs) Karen, again, it's not that kind of party. We'll see. We'll see. So. Back to William's apartment. I love that she William. called him William. Made me made me laugh so hard. Yeah, it, it's such a subtle, like adult to child thing to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, Will is kind of enjoying being taken care of. There's the whole homework song. She helps him do his law stuff. Yeah, look at uh, all this law stuff I have to do. <laughs> <laughs> And when she starts singing, he does like a children's show, huh? Like tips his head up. It's perfect. Yeah. I want to crawl inside Laura Keitlinger's brain just one time. She's a genius. She is a genius. Genius. So they keep singing together. And of course, Jack comes in and spies on them and sees them. And Will says, my second favorite joke of the episode She's singing me a little song to help me with my casework. We learned that in law school. (laughs) (laughs) We learned that in law school. It's just. It's so absurd. Yes. Uh, So it turns out that Jack has set Will up to learn how nice it is to be taken care of. Uh Um. And so, and he like makes some makes makes a point or two about like how it feels to be an adult and to have somebody caring for you, mm-hmm. and he's like, and if you're paying them four or five dollars an hour, so what? And she's like, um, I make forty dollars an hour. And he turns around and, and he says, says, "Sissy, goodbye." <laughs> <laughs> he just dismisses her immediately. And Not even a beat. He is sad. He, you know, he's like, you know what? I think I've outgrown you. It's time for me to outgrow you. It's Growth for Jack. And we pause for a moment on Demi's face and she's looking up at him and we have not noticed that she's having this whole emotional experience until we're focused on her, but she stops and she goes, damn it. Why does everyone outgrow me? (gasps) It's so heartbreaking. Like she's got a little tear, tear rolling down her eye. Like it is so sweet and honest and just, I, it really stops you in your tracks. It really does. She's um, so wonderful. 
What a thrill um, also to see Demi Moore play it so, so, so beautifully. Yeah, yeah. It is truly was in masterful hands. This mm-hmm. kind of could have been a, could have been over the top, could have been very kinky, could have been mm-hmm. different, but in Demi's like subtlety. Just honest. Yeah. It's, Why it's does everyone really, outgrow really me? Yeah. What, what a line. Uh, so he sits her down on the couch and he says, you know, we can still be friends, sissy. We can hang out. It's fine. I don't have to pay you to hang out with me. And she said, yeah, you do. I really need the money. I'm in she the hole with Casual Coner for $12,000. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then they hug and she burps him. End of episode. What? Yeah. Oh, it's great. It is. What a great episode. Truly great. Truly, truly great. Um, I yeah, I do. And it's that uh it's okay to need to be taken care of as an adult. Yeah, I agree. What is your takeaway? Mine is uh say what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Like and don't 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 lie. You gotta you gotta if it's something is with a partner and it's something as big as what's going on with Grace and Leo. I mean, obviously there's degrees, but this is like a big one. So if something is huge for you, you need to say it out loud and you're going to feel a lot better. When you start living very honestly mm-hmm. and you're not harboring any hidden feelings, that's when your relationship really deepens. So Even if you've got ugly ones. Yeah, even ugly ones. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I've had some ugly feelings lately. <laughs> Girl literally yesterday i said i need to not hear the sound of your voice for one hour (laughs) (laughs) that's really funny i love him so much and he's so brilliant but i was like i need you to just (laughs) that's real because you know you know he lectures yeah yeah, and it's great. He's and very love- passionate. He's very passionate. He's he so knows passionate. a lot of things, you know. And I love that. But we had just had a meeting that we were leaving, and so I'd heard him talk there, and then he just kept talking, and we kept yeah, hearing it, and yeah. I just was like, "We, you, you gotta shush." That's enough. <laughs> Thank you. No more. And that is an example of how I say everything that I feel. <laughs> Well, I think that's our episode, darling. Yeah, I think so. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. And remember to send in your voice memos after the... This is the last call. Oh, my God. It. Yeah, it and really is. And obviously, we'll social media about it, but this is the last call. So send your voice memo to... App, uh, to uh, What the fuck? Our email address, willandgracepod <laughs> at gmail.com. Send it to us, 30 to 60 seconds about your feelings. Um, and, and, and also just, about us. Talk to us. Oh. Tell us how fabulous we are. We could use it. I was just gonna say don't talk about us. <laughs> oh, okay, listen to Carolyn. I'm being I'm being silly. Carolyn is no, being you, for real. I mean, do tell us you love us if you love us. We would love that. Yeah, well, we adore we you love, too. We love you very much. Yeah. Uh and also go to patreon.com slash will and grace and vodka and throw us a tip if you like us that much. <laughs> Uh, that is an excellent segue. Well done. While you're at Thank it, you. please 
do use whatever device you're listening to us on right now to give us a five-star rating and leave us a note. Give us a little review. It really, really does help other people find us and maybe we'll read it on the air. Again, we are only at this time allowed to accept five-star reviews. Nothing lower than that. Thank you very much. It is a legal issue. Uh, and if you don't do so already, uh, right. Oh, gosh. I am so sick of fighting in the courts. I am exhausted. I'm exhausted. Um, oh, also, thank you to Patrick and Emily J and Darty and Natalie G for your continued patronage. We love you. We adore you. Uh, social media. You can find us at Will and Grace Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook is there, but you just be forewarned that we don't use it much. Um, and find both of us at Care Says So and at Certainly David. And Last but not PJ least. Hanky. Oh, yes, you took the words right out of my mouth. Love you. Thank you for the theme song, PJ Hanky, and our beautiful executive producer and queen of the world, in mm. case you didn't know, Sasha Garrison. We love you. Magnificent. Yeah. Say goodnight, Gracie. <laughs>